Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun, an Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. Hal, we recap more than just Office Hours Live. We talk about everything in the Heidecker-verse, as we call it around here. And uh, this is our end-of-the-year show. <clears throat> Which is very exciting. Last one of the year for us. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Mike, and I am joined by my other host, by the other host, Carl. Carl, how are you over there with your neck pillow? You know, I got a neck pillow hanging out, man. <laughs> I can lean left, lean right, and hopefully not get a neck cramp. Um, perfect on a plane, perfect on a bus, perfect when you're reading in an awkward position. Everybody should buy one if you don't have one already. Yeah, I feel like it's these neck pillows are just being used on planes and not enough in everyday life, not just at the, you know, in the office, in your chair, at home, on the couch. Like it's just a little extra added comfort. I, I'm not mad at that look, Carl. I think it's a good accessory. Um, I know that the, you know, face mask is in right now, but hopefully we see more neck pillows out in public in 2021. You could make it like a connecting, like a neck pillow that connects to a mask, maybe, and have it just be a donut around your face. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I want my my, uh, mouth germs slouched on my chin or my cheek, though. It's true. You know what I've been dealing with? That reminds me of. It's kind of gross, but I'll I'll share it with the uh, the podcast here. So when I'm on planes, I'm wearing my mask, and I've been double masking, and I have one mask that kind of scoops around my whole underneath my chin, all the way up to my nose, <clears throat> and then I put it like a more traditional mask over that. And I'm taking these early flights, and I I'm not gonna lie, Carl. I'm a bit of a drooler when I sleep. So I'm waking up in just a puddle, <laughs> like, a, you know, like a saved, it's very gross. It like pools up in there and then I have to take off the mask. It's just like a wet, it's horrible. Um, but I guess it's like, you know, I guess it's safe. I imagine that drool is, some, there's some germy drool and, you know, it's just all kept in a tight little, little mask package, but it's gross and it grosses me out and it's like cold and a horrible feeling waking up on a plane at seven in the morning. You know, you're out of it, and just like your face has got a wet rag on it. It's horrible. Um, hmm. But you know, I'm gonna keep doing it, and I'm just gonna wash that mask and get after it again. Um, luckily, this week I don't have to fly this week until until next Tuesday. So see you next Tuesday. I am off, and I am in the old hometown of the Buffalo area and I'm staying at my sister's house, which is very nice and definitely not staying at my, my folks house, but I will, I will go visit them. Um, maybe I'm going to take like separate little trips over to see the different siblings and stuff. What about you, Carl? Are you, uh, you going to do some family stuff this week? 
yeah, I'm gonna go see my parents on Saturday for dinner and whatnot. Should okay. be chill. What about uh, you a Christmas guy? You got you doing gifts with the with the girlfriend or what? What do you got going? You decorating the house? You got a tree? Anything like that? Yeah, we've got a small tree. We have lights on the banister that wrap around. That's a new addition this year. We have little candle lights in the windows facing outwards. So all four windows have a little light in them, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, This isn't necessarily holiday related, but we just um, plugged in the uh, happy light. Are you familiar with what these are? Happy light? Yeah, it's like... uh, more energizing light that people use to cure winter depression. Huh. I have not heard of such things. Yeah. I think they use it in Alaska a lot. Ah, I can see. It gets depressing there when you're there for the, uh, the full dark days. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, I'm kind of into that. You know, I've been to Iceland where you had the full light days. That was that was a trip. I I will say I, I kind of dug that. Like you could just like, you know, if it never gets dark, you really your body does your brain and stuff really just is able to stay awake for a really long fucking time. Like you could do a lot. Right, we were staying up like, you know, till like the following. It just like looked like dusk from, you know, seven p.m. till seven a.m. It just stayed the same. It's kind of sweet. I kind of like that. I've never done the full dark. Um, I'm kind of into it. I kind of want to try it. Um, all right. Well, let's get to this this gosh darn show. Let's um, let's rip through this last week's uh, kind of stuff and then get to some of our end of year stuff. Um, nice little gag to start the show. This was very funny. I wonder if they had this whole thing planned where Tim was going to cancel Christmas and then on the day of the show, they were going to resurrect Christmas and do this kind of Christmas carol situation. What do you think, Carl? You think they planned it out or just that week we're like, oh, you know what we could do? Or do you not care? Uh, Sorry, you just froze. I don't know what you just said. Oh, shit. What did you... So I just said, <laughs> do you think that they had this plan of of Tim canceling Christmas a few weeks ago just to build it up to this kind of Christmas Carol Scrooge intro they did this week? Or do you think those just coincidentally sort of happened? They thought of it later. They're like, oh, you know what we could do with this? Or do you not care? I think it all happened in real time. It's Office Hours Live. This was all <laughs> happening in real time. So you nothing think that pre-recorded nothing, was pre- nothing was pre-recorded. Tim woke up no. out of bed... <laughs> And that all just happened in real time. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, borrowed some extra cameras, set it up, had people mm-hmm. watching them sleep. Pretty simple stuff. I think they do it all the time in the yeah. Sopranos. Yeah, Sopranos live. Yeah, that was that's how that show was made, too. Just everything was live. Um, yeah, the Broadway um, hit won all the Tonys. <laughs> Sopranos live. <laughs> um. I thought this this made me laugh. I liked the the full get up. It made me think about that, like because they kind of got into talking about this Scrooge costume that's like this night this night dress kind of a what do you call that a night gown sleep d- dress or something. Um, it made me like think 
I wonder how that is. I wonder how that like that just kind of like sack that goes over your body. Like it looks like it's kind of fun actually to just have like a freeing like full just like you know brown kind of bag over your <laughs> over your body and like yeah. the cap. Um, that should get back Why? into style. Yeah. Why brown bag your face if you can brown <laughs> bag your whole body? That's right. Why? Why would you? Um, I thought it was. I thought the whole thing was cute. I thought that they, that Millie, uh, Tim's daughter, did a bang up job with her little part that they that they gave her uh, as a, you know, to to be the. You know, I forget exactly how it went, but I remember thinking it was pretty good. Um, also, the, uh, <laughs> you know, I thought it was funny that like Vic was blaming himself. You know, when, when the show started, it was just it was just Doug and Vic in the room. Like, where's Tim? Oh, what what are we gonna do? And like Vic was kind of being hard on himself about it, like, oh, this is my fault because because <laughs> Vic really deep down wanted the Christmas going. So, yeah. Um, Here's a question: Do you think what's uh, Tim's son's name? Charlie, right? Oh, uh, that sounds about right. I wonder I if he gets like, I don't know, if he wants to be more involved. It feels if we don't see too much of him. He's, I think he's a little young. I think that yeah, uh, that's what I was uh, also thinking. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Difference. I don't, I don't think he's just, I don't think he's just getting dissed. I think he's just probably a little young for it. Maybe we'll be seeing, you know, maybe in the, in the years to come, will there'll be more, more, hopefully we see these kids grow into their, <laughs> you know, the ripe ages of 30 and, you know, 30 years, yeah. 20, 20 then years. They take now. on the family <laughs> podcast name. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll start doing the podcast, the office hours live yeah. with the high deckers. What would be um, the updated version, I guess? What's after office hours? Um, office life. Happy hours. Happy hours live. Happy hours live. I like that. There you go. Later down the road. Um. Okay, so I talked a little Paul McCartney calling into Howard Stern. Thought that was kind of funny. Um, Tim talked a little... Cros, little David Crosby and Phoebe Bridgers. I, I kind of saw that that tweet stuff happening, happening live, which was it's always fun to see Tim interact with those people. Phoebe Bridgers is pretty good. I, I'm into her music. Um, uh, so let's see. Joe Biden. Um, we had a you know Joe Biden calling in calling. Tim, Tiny Tim. <laughs> uh, this was a fun little bit. Um, maybe not, I don't know, maybe maybe not as great as some of the other uh, political call-ins we've had this year, but pretty darn funny. Um, I think Biden has called in before. We have City of the Day, um, brought to you by Stocking Stuffing. Um Brought to you by this from the same creators of the soup shoot. We have stocking stuffing. Uh, cute, you know, cute holiday themed. Nothing too offensive here. Um, made me laugh. The imagery of a, a stocking being filled with stuffing out of a tube uh, makes me chuckle. And the city of the day was New York City. Um, they didn't really go too hard into the. Uh, the read for stocking stuffing. Um, did you think? Uh, 
Any City of the Day uh, thoughts? No, I did like the one Policulus hat one of the callers wore. I don't know what you're referring to. Did one you watch it? So you watched, huh? Uh, yeah, in real time. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> or or well, you're just watching right now and you're seeing things and mentioning that you like it. That could be the yeah, case. Yeah, because, you know, I listen to the podcast on the go. That's why I don't yeah. retain anything. And that's why I catch up on the video when we're chatting <laughs> like that. So. Uh, there was a good... A good pun, which was Aretha Franklin's. Um, I don't remember what how that was sold, but I wrote it down. It was pretty funny. Sam Cedar coming back. Um, this guy, this is this is one of my faves. I'll, I'll put the Sam Cedar appearances in the tops of the lists of the things of the year. Um, there's lots to st- lots of funny stuff here. I, I like the way they've been bantering, because it, it's you know it just you know rem- when I, when there's a chance for like Tim to be a dick and then to be you know another somebody else to play off that and be a dick right back, but you know they're kidding. It just works. It's the right tone for the show. The ball busting tone. It just works. Um, at one point, uh, Tim was kind of ripping him for never being on the tonight show because he was bragging about being on peacock and all that stuff kind of tied together nicely um i didn't know that he was a reoccurring character on bob's burgers i didn't either i don't watch bob's burgers but so i wouldn't know and wouldn't care but yeah that's nice he's, he's on there okay um gray niner Holy shit. Uh, did you see? Now do you see what Grey Niner has sent in? Um, uh, <laughs> he sent a giant uh, picture, selfie of himself uh, on a huge poster or canvas or something. Very funny. Very clever Grey Niner. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> You know, he was talking about stopping at the pilot, and, you know, Tim was, you know, they're talking about, oh, you just got to pull over and take a massive shit, and they're just, like, talking about trucker stuff, and it, that made me laugh. Yeah. Love Gray Niner. Gray Niner, you ever I will say, Gray Niner. Have a gas stop or truck stop? Take a shower at a gas yeah. uh, truck stop? No, no. But hmm. I take showers in airports, in the airport wow. lounges. Well, I have status, because I fly so much, so I get to go to, like, the the VIP lounge areas and hmm. whenever I'm taking an international flight and there's a chance to take a shower, like if I have a layover for a couple hours, I will go and take a shower. It is a great, great item to be like freshly showered right before boarding a plane. You can't beat that, especially if it's a flight that you want to get some sleep on. A lot of times it's like a, a red eye situation where I'm flying to Europe or, you know, back when I used to fly to Europe and Australia and stuff, uh, you know, the good old days. Um, these, uh, yeah, shower in the airport. Highly recommend it. If you have that opportunity, take it. Hmm. Um, Tim's going to make some lamb stew. I wonder how that went. Hopefully it was good. Bobby McFerrin's daughter, Madison. This was an interesting guest. I think she quickly can't, comes up the ranks of one of the better... <laughs> little appearances uh this year sneaking in late here um 
I'm sure you heard this this fun little uh, you know medley she did of Tim and Eric stuff. Um, she did um, yeah. Bloody Nips and What's Your Dad Like? Do 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 do. I want to meet that dad. Um, very funny, clever. She seemed to get it. Seems like a great little guest. I, I'm still have to bring her back and have her come up with some more loopy fun songs there. Um, yeah, if she's that big into the Tim and Eric universe to do her own version yeah. of the songs, bring her back. She seemed she seemed to be very into it. She said she showed her dad <laughs> Bobby McFerrin an episode. That's that's pretty surreal and fun for the boys to hear. The jazz one um, of all things, yeah. Do you remember yeah. that one pretty vividly? Uh, no, no, but I could be <laughs> reminded. What what happens? I mean, it's really only two or three moments that it's like a jazz, like almost documentary where it shows bits of them playing and then talking about music, like those uh-huh. documentaries where it's just them around a jam session and talking about uh-huh. music and the act of it it's a good one to revisit i think okay i'll have to get on youtube and find an illegally uploaded uh copy of that and watch it and give it a couple views um they dropped the old they were talking about they played this regis and trump song which was totally silly and they were kind of ripping on trump a little bit and uh I heard the drop, God bless the United States, which had been, <laughs> it's been a long time and I laughed a lot. It's just some of these, you know, some of these old, old uh, drops that we just haven't heard for a long time. Um, you know, it makes me laugh just because it's familiar and you, you hear the beginning of it, you know exactly where it's going. Um, Bran from Mastodon. Mastodon, not a big Mastodon guy, uh, personally. I'm sure Carl, you love Mastodon, um, but yeah, he was, band. he was. A, you like them? The band. Yeah, the band. You've never heard of them. I'm not too into metal, but I did think that his uh, poster in the back looked like a juggalo. I don't know if that was the situation. I can like see a that. With the fedora. They had a. They played a nice. Um, singing drummers game where all the answers were Phil Collins. Anything Phil Collins I'm into. I don't really have else any else noted from this little interview. It was good. Um, and then one of the highlights of the show, just to skip right ahead, has to be Phil Braun coming on as Satan, which if you're watching the video now, uh, you would skip to that part. Um, uh, clearly a funny little... You know, we wanted you to come on as Santa, but he just fucked up and came on as Satan. Super funny. Um, laughed a lot. This is one of Phil's better, you know, I wish we had a list of all the things Phil has done this year. I could maybe remember a few off the top of my head, but this one's right up there. Well done, Phil Braun. We love it. Yeah, he's um, a pivotal piece to this show this year, I think. Absolutely. I think he's going to be one of the MVPs of the year, of course. Um, this uh, this guy from Vox, where they were playing, the, they wanted to play this clip with this guy who, who starts off sentences with a high voice. 
um, is it worth the wait? You know, they kind of like, it was a bad cue on on Vic's part or whoever was playing that sample or that drop. But it did pay off when we finally did hear the, so I don't know if we're, and next up there was the, it was funny. And then, and then Vic did a, made a video of like the, all the, all the best moments from that high voice business, which was funny. Um, then we were like ripping on the birds here for a while. And the stream got fucking suspended, like right in the middle of the show. And we had a full breakdown because they're watching this YouTube birds video, just getting pulled. YouTube's pulling YouTube. Can't watch YouTube while you're streaming on YouTube. I, I, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Um, and probably not worth it. But they did it just to make fun of a band that was playing bat poorly and jamming. Um, Here's another highlight. What a, what a good show here. Brendan Walsh <laughs> uh, coming on as Santa and delivering the COVID vaccine. Um, he's got these boy puppets <laughs> that want to kiss him. And uh, they this, this was, again, just like the Phil Braun. It's like everybody waited for this final episode of the year to bring the fucking heat. This must have been the funniest Brendan Walsh bit that I've seen. I mean, they, I feel like they finally got the, the like, the, okay, he's going to call up and it's kind of going to be a mess and it's going to be, like, sort of messed up. Like, they've been trying that, but sometimes I think, like, reality and fantasy were sort of mixing in a way that it just wasn't very clear how much of it was unplanned. And it just left, you know, it wasn't, it just always wasn't very funny sometimes with Brendan. It just seemed like not as good as it could be this one seemed like it they finally struck the perfect amount of of silliness and i think brandon having some props and uh you know they even they were able to play it up to a way where tim was like oh i wish we could have gone through this you know we could have like worked out this bit all perfect tone for brandon walsh what'd you think of brandon walsh funny yeah it was good didn't tim call him out for Branching some subject that was a little touchy. Well, yeah, the barely legal, like kissing a young boy on the mouth oh, who, like, yeah, just yeah, tur- yeah. who just turned 18. You know, he's like, oh, he just turned 18 and he just wants to kiss Santa on the lips, you know? And it was like, uh, no. uh, <laughs> and Tim was like, you could do the kiss out- outside this, you know, when we're done here, you guys can do that. Like, but <laughs> save that kiss. And then, um, yeah, weird one. Yeah. It was a good one. I, I laughed a lot at this one. Um, Doug, I have a quote from Doug. Why don't they have drugs you can snort? Um, <laughs> and I, th- I think I think somebody said yep. they do. <laughs> yeah, they have flonase. Um, yeah, I've actually thought that I've actually thought this joking around before in a time in my life. I'm not gonna lie here. I I've snorted some recreational drugs a few times in my life. Um, and I have thought it's like a really effective way to get drugs into your system quickly, kind of like smoking something like it'd be like, you know, now they use kind of, you know, they use marijuana and THC legally as a, as a medication for certain things. And you can like smoke a joint. Like you think they'd be like, Oh, if you want, you know, if you have a, you think there'd be some sort of like, Oh, you got an infection or something in your home and you need to just snort this amoxicillin. It'll you know get right in your system and get you going quick. You know, 
Just, you know, let me snort a vaccine. I, I don't know. I've, I've had this thought. Ron would lick lips. Um, <laughs> this grosses me out. I, I don't know why, but this lick... Um, you know, this is crin this is cringy for me. I don't know why this one gets me every week, but this just makes me laugh in that like, oh, that's that you know, in this video, the other guy in the video started licking his lips. It was like a surprise. Um rough. Um Yeah, he's going nuts with it. <laughs> well, this one had like a full Vic edit with like extra slow mo and you know, pushing it to the limits. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. A nice, nice addition to the show. Ron would lick lips. That's just a funny thing to say and to type. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna skip Mrs. Smith playing guitar. Skinner song. Um, this was pretty hard to listen to. Um, Skinner always bringing the energy. Not always nailing it, in my opinion, Skinner. <laughs> He's become a weird regular sort of guy, you know. He's he's been a, become a, you know, a guy who's kind of part of the show. But they kind of call him out on it too, just like his energy's his energy's too, fucking, you know, it's too much. It's a little too crazy. Um, but yeah, we had somebody call about flat earthing, flat earthers. Somebody called about question of the day and. I was actually going to mention that. We haven't had a question of the day in a couple weeks. And we also, let's see what else we got that's worth. Um, they talked a little HEI high network finally. Um, yeah, uh, that's, you know. Yeah, it's going. It's going. And now now um, Greg launched his website. And they're pushing it. You really, I'm, uh, I'm not gonna lie here. I'm not. I do not follow the on cinema stuff as closely. I should, um, but I'm like not as deep into it as, let's say, the office hour stuff or some of the, you know, some of these other things. I'm not checking in on this stuff daily. I'm not. You know, there's so many on cinema people that like on Twitter and stuff that are like full in. I get confused. They all change their names to things that sound like Tim's name and icons to look like Tim's icon and then you can't tell if it's Tim that's posting or if it's one of the fans and a little confusing out there guys maybe just you know comment on it um favorite Christmas song I think was brought up as maybe a, a question of the day I don't know why I have this written in my notes favorite Christmas song Carl let's go what do you got uh wham last Christmas easy Wham, last Chris. I like that. Wham. Damn. I like Wham too. Um, that's a good one. What about a more traditional one? You got a traditional one you like? That's tough. That wham one goes for sure. I mean, like traditional, like basic you know, one. Yeah, I, the Wham one is like a more contemporary Christmas hit. I wouldn't say it's a. You're not hearing it on the Christmas classics, you know. Do you have one really? that's like, oh, I, I really. 
No, like, you know, I, I don't know. Christmas songs pre-1970. Mm. Oh, the old head songs. Um, <laughs> I have... They don't really I have much for me after hearing them for years and years. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for Oh Holy Night. Um, oh, okay. I'm a sucker for that. I'm a sucker for Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I'm a sucker for that. I, I like the Frank Sinatra, you know, Christmas, you know, kind of playlist or album. I like that style shit. I like a jazzy. I love... um. I love the Vince Guaraldi, Charlie Brown's Christmas music. Oh, like yeah, some, that some... Charlie Brown song goes. That, that one slaps. That's good. Yeah. Slapper. Um, <laughs> Tim would go back and slice George Lucas's head off. <laughs> Somebody brought up Star Wars, and Tim was like, you know, some people, they say they're going to get a time machine, they're going to go back and kill Hitler. He's like, no, nah, Hitler can stay. I'm going to go back and kill George Lucas. Oh my God! So funny. Um, but then so Star hard. Trek gets the pass. I don't understand that one. You don't? What do you mean you don't I mean, understand I'm, this? I'm, I don't know. Like Star Trek and Star Wars. It's a heated dis- the battle between the two of them of which one you know you're either a Trekkie or a a Wookie. Um, yes. Do you do you watch any of these things? Yeah, I think we've talked about Star Wars and how over the summer I watched like the first oh, yeah. seven or so just to catch up on my pop culture, but I haven't d- gone in what about on this, Star Trek. What about this Mandalorian? Have you seen this show? No, I'm not watching that. Not watching that? No. I think it, I think it's pretty, I actually think it's pretty good. It's, it's pretty fun. I've had a, I've had a little routine of like, after all my work and everything I need to do for the day is done, finally in the evening, I will take a gummy, a drug-filled gummy, and I will put on The Mandalorian, and I will fall asleep watching it. But it's a very enjoyable little time that I'm on another planet. It, it, they take it nice and slow. I like my Star Wars slow. I just don't, I don't really need any of the action. You know what I mean? Like I just like to see like weirdos in space talking which is why i always really liked the star trek the original series with uh with shatner and leonard nimoy because it's slow there's just not much action they didn't have the budget or something so they would just they just sit around and talk and there's like some light music and just helps you sleep Mm. um let's see uh there's another funny part where the there's a german couple that called in and this this guy talked to them for a while it turns out the guy is starting a, a youtube channel and he wanted to help with the name and it's like a video game recap <laughs> podcast and it led to a little bit where tim was like i'm old school man i'm i'm playing jacks <laughs> i'm playing video games yeah, i'm playing yeah, cup and ball and then you know oh, i forgot to mention uh eric tornicola was on the show this whole time and a lot of his little uh little extra mentions were were very very nice, a nice little addition for our holiday treat there. Um, talk, they were talking uh, ball and cup, uh, which they're calling yeah. cup and cup and ball. Cup and ball. It's ball. It's ball and cup is the name of that game, not cup and uh, ball. Okay. The ball goes in the cup. Yeah, they could also and do a throwback on tic tac toe. Yeah, tac tic toe. Um, 
<laughs> so ball and cup. I just have a quick ball and cup story. When I was uh, when I was in Denmark shooting this film that I made called Solo Project that everybody should go check out. It's on Amazon Prime. The house that we had the Airbnb that we were one of the Airbnbs, one of the many Airbnbs we had. The one I was staying in had a. We found like in a little basket. We found this ball and cup, and it became the hit of the set of the shooting. Um, it was everybody became an expert at ball and cup. Um, and everybody wanted to do it like somebody was holding. It was a very good, like, while you're just sitting there waiting for a setup. Imagine this set life. You're changing lights. People are moving cameras. Things are happening. Ball and cup is a beautiful little thing. Like, if you're not doing it, you're watching the other person do it. You know, and it's like your turn. And you go. We got pretty good at it. Like, there was some Danish people working on the thing. And I guess it's, like, common over there. They all knew how to do it really good and taught us, like, the tricks of how to do it. I thought it would be funny to take this idea of how this guy has a video game recap podcast or a video game like review podcast. It'd be like be funny to do a ball and cup, <laughs> re you know, review podcast. Like you treated some of these old games like people treat video games, like a real obnoxious video where you break it all down. Because uh, I could do that because I know a lot about ball and cup now. Hmm. Anyway, Should moving on. And then, and then the one, the audio guy on the shoot, actually, when we got back to the states, he ordered a bunch of ball and cups for like the crew, like the the close crew, like the cinematographer and me and some other people, some of the actors. We all got ball and cups for for a gift. It was nice. Um, <laughs> my son is addicted to, and then somebody jumped in and said heroin. <laughs> it was like no Zelda. Um, did you hear this part? Yeah, Vic was going in on. Um, Vic, was, Vic was going in on Zelda, and Zelda. I'm just curious <laughs> if it's Breath of the Wild or the Hyrule Warriors game that. It's got to be Hyrule Warriors because Breath of the Wild is fucking too hard for me. So I don't think really Vic's Breath of the Wild is too hard and too much for me. <laughs> I don't want to cook everything. You know you what I mean? Like, do I mean you could skip? Yes, the you do. And just stock up when you're ready, or just don't lose. I'm gonna need some tips, Carl, because it's hard. Okay. Um, yeah, it's difficult. Um, let me close this down. Um, so let's see. Uh, ditch the switch. Get him a top to spin. Is what the comment was. Ditch the switch. Um. I got this nice switch workout game called Ring Fitness or something, and you, it has like this circle thing that you like work out with. It's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Um, there was a nice spit take. Tim Tim blew out a <laughs> when they uh, they were talking about when Kenny Chesney's new when they all guessed when his his latest record was. Somebody when it came out that he had a new album in 2020. Tim did <laughs> a spit take of his drink. And there was no reaction. Nobody's laugh like it was just like he just did that, and everybody in the room just kept on going. I thought it was odd, and lo and behold, a couple of days later, Tim posted that and said, "Sort of an underwhelming reaction to my spit take the other day on the show." <laughs> I had to comment and say I agree with that. Um, guy called in who could not afford the Alan Partridge podcast because of all of his ketchup. <laughs> um. Tim was on fire during this show, I wrote. I just think that 
I don't know what it was, but it seems like every caller, everything was good. This was a great episode. Um, they brought up tickets to things getting canceled. Somebody asked that question. Carl, did we already talk about this? Did you have any tickets canceled this year from the pandemic? Anything that you were looking forward to? Uh, I wanted to go to New Orleans over winter break, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I, ne- I didn't buy the ticket, so I don't know if that counts. But did you, I mean, so I'm saying like this past year in the summer or anything, did you have any concert tickets or tickets to a show or, or th- anything that was pl- in the books that got burned? Um, I was supposed to go to a friend's wedding in Colorado, but that didn't happen. Okay. I had tickets to see Wise Blood in the south of France, and it was going to be very exciting. I was going to be working in France, and then right on my last day of work, the next day, Wise Blood was playing a show at what looked like a fucking castle or something. It looked beautiful. Um, so that was one of the only tickets I, I bought things for, but let me say 2020 ruined a bunch of shit for me. I was supposed to be having a film festival, you know, I would be at a film festival in Sicily and bringing my whole family over to watch the premiere of this film. Just, just awful when I think about the, um, things that got fucked. Eggnog. Where do you land on eggnog, Carl? Yeah, or nay. I've been going with the almond, almond nog lately, trying to avoid the dairy. So, but you do like eggnog. You enjoy the taste. Oh yeah, I get down for sure. Okay, because it's a very yeah. polarizing That's thing. I feel like no brainer, he says, but a lot of people are not into it. They're people grossed out about it. I'm like a fucking, I'll drink eggnog by the gallon. I'm like, if this wasn't so unhealthy and disgusting, I would, <laughs> it's like, you know, if I had a, a wish from a, a genie and he'd come down, I'd just like, one of my wishes would be that eggnog was a zero calorie, eggnog is good for you. That's one of my wishes. <laughs> That eggnog actually is is like you know water and eggnog are the two beverages. Um, ripping on Emerson Lake and Palmer, I like Emerson Lake and Palmer, so I think you guys are wrong. Tim used the word fanook, <laughs> fanook, as they would say. He used it in the wrong way. The fanook is a uh, a bad word um, that you don't want to use, so don't use that thing tim um somebody called with notes and we got a classic get him out of here from tim <laughs> this guy wanted to give notes on the, or the notes or whatever. i don't even think they gave him a chance but he was like i got some notes he he, he was like kind of doing what we do only live on like you know telling them what they should do and, and things like that um but they didn't let him speak they they uh, they cut him off quickly. Um, that's all about all I have. I don't really want to get into all the after hours stuff. Um, I can't really remember what happened. Uh, did you tune in for the holiday thing at all, Carl? I unfortunately couldn't make it in real time, which felt as if it was the time to listen in. But I think I am going to go back and see what the party was like. You should, because you were a topic at one point, because I got on the show. (laughs) Well, I got on the show, and we were talking, and, um, you know, Doug 
who's been very hard on <laughs> Doug really didn't like the criticism of <laughs> some of his the most recent city of the day sponsors. Um, oh, the one that we butched. Well, the one that we he brought that one up. The one that yeah. I didn't remember, and that you made up one. But really, right. the um, really the the swing and a miss comment that you said about G coins. <laughs> he definitely he definitely sampled that and used it as a drop, and kept playing sw- swing and a miss. <laughs> he was very he's very sensitive. It appears to uh, any kind of criticism about his uh, if he helped write a you know, and they kind of ripped on us a little bit for not understanding that bit totally. Mm-hmm. I still, I still, even after the, you know, kind of explanation of them being generous coins, I, I still don't really find it to be too, it's, I just don't know if it works that great. Mm-hmm. Eric Natornicola said, oh, you need to see the graphic image. It makes more sense. And, uh, you know, I guess... Vic had said, oh, they were going to call them giving coins, but G coins just had like a better ring to it, but it would have made more sense. Anyway, at some point, if you do listen, Carl, you'll he- hear me come on. And again, Tim wanted wants me to replace you with a girl that was on the show that had a lot of energy. <laughs> it's like, why don't, why don't you get this girl? Uh, why don't you get this girl to be your co-host? Um, yeah. So they, they ripped on you a little bit. Um they started talking about how they're going to do a pod, a recap podcast of our podcast. Yeah, I think they've said <laughs> that before. I would love to. Yeah, hear it. The, sure yeah, but they, they they sort of they sort of like went down that. You know, they kind of like did a little example of that. It, it was it was pretty funny. It was a nice little. Uh, I was glad to get on and and talk to the boys. It's it's been a while. I thought the holiday party was the perfect time to get on and. Um, and say, uh, you know, just send them my love and tell them, uh, and tell everybody that we're doing this episode, which leads me to, I have a little list of some of the best ofs of, of the year, just to kind of talk through generally. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say do favorites or, or anything like that, but I kind of just looked through the notes and I, I have a list of some of the better guests that we want to remember throughout the years. I mean, we obviously... And we can quickly just talk about how, heck, the this whole thing started with Matt Carlin taking over during the um, eight-hour mega marathon in Doug's house. And that's really when I initially had the idea to start doing a podcast about the show. Because I was like, there's just so much going on here. And I need to talk about it with somebody. I got nobody to talk about it with. And then, uh, you know, then from there on, we've been just building and building and building. But um, not to mention all the other things, Moonbase 8, the stand-up special, um, the fear of death. uh, You know, Vic had an album. Uh, There's just been a lot of just so much stuff going on. The drop concert, drop concert, the movie. um, People have had a rough 2020, but I'll say that I, I got to give it up for Matt Carlin, as they, they kind of talked about it in the holiday special, the holiday party, that Matt is like nonstop working. If you're on Twitter or you're on the social media, there is a fucking new post and a new something every day, almost like every hour. There's like a new fucking merch or new special or a new thing or, you know, just today we just got a message that they're doing a 
that they're doing a billion dollar movie watch along on New Year's Day. Um, yeah, that's a new one I was going to mention that just got put up a few hours ago. Yeah, breaking news, everybody, because that's only for the Patreons, but we're spoiling it here. Um, yeah, so these guys are just, I just have to just have to say, great job on Matt, great job by all the guys, very prolific output this year, way to take advantage of the, the pandemic um, and, you know, the, the time that we have to not be out there doing other things. Pumping up office hours, uh, you know, I wonder what it's going to be like when everybody kind of gets back to work and has, has are they going to be able to do it like this every week? Is everybody going to be able to do this kind of thing? I, you know, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully this has prioritized it a bit for them, but it'll be interesting to see how this all unfolds. But I'm going to fire through here. Carl, you just jump in. Here, here are some of the some of the guests I, I laid out as some of the, the better things here. Thundercat. Mm-hmm. Remember Thundercat? That was a funny one. I enjoyed that. Yeah. What was it? Guess um, the bass that they played? They played that? Yeah, they, they, they played Guess the Bass Player, and Thundercat was just, he just appeared kind of stoned or something. He was just having a ball, giggling. It was great. Uh, Larry Charles. Remember Larry Charles? The great Larry Charles. Seinfeld yeah. and Curb Writer. He was a great guest that just came on and just talked about Bob Dylan and you know was just really respectful of the of the group and um it was a very nice feeling interview to hear him um KW Miller and Pam Keith back to back weeks that whole little fiasco was was very interesting and fun and, and worth worth mentioning again and Pam Keith did Yeah, I hope win, they get K Dub back on. I'm trying to Got to get, get K Dub back on. Do. Get a follow-up, yeah. Sam Cedar, and that's just going to keep going back and forth forever because I just don't think anything um, <laughs> is going to develop or end <laughs> there. Just throw K-Dub back in. So you get K-Dub along with Sam Cedar. Um, yeah. John Early, I wrote the down. I remember John Early. John Early, it was a fun interview. Um, they Tim even wrote a little fun earliest john or i don't remember what it's called but it's on the new slaps oh yeah slaps bops and bangers just came out oh my god the content um eric andre fun one um kristen miliotti the girl who sort of surprised us all with that with at the end of her the end of their interview she did that bit with the girl driving in the car the long island woman bit that was very funny um Vic's birthday, what an episode that was with his mom and dad and Ryan Felipe and Joe Dante. That was just a, and, um, you know, the Three Stooges guy. That that was a fun, heck of an episode there. Let's see. Um, Rob Delaney, he was great. Um, I noted him. The Offies were a great way to bring back John C. and the and F- and Fred and some of the boys that we hadn't seen in a while. It seemed like a great way. Oh, let's, we'll do the Offies, and it's a great way to bring them all back. We'd missed them. Um, feels good, man, guys. Uh, that was a good one. We had like a bunch of people on that day. The Melania Trump and the Donnie Trump. Those call-ins. Some of the top laughter moments of the year for me, those ones. Um, what else do we got here? Um, Nick Fuentes, I noted. 
That was an interesting one. That uh, that alt right guy. We gotta we gotta we can't just point out all the fun bits. We gotta point out some of the more insane bits and where this show goes. It, it goes to different places here, guys. It's not all fun all the time. It's mostly fun, but. What other show just brings on a alt-right guy and they give him the floor to talk? I mean, and they even talked about it this week, how you can't platform these people. But I like that, you know, controversy creates conversation, as we say in the business. Ilana Glazer, that was a home run. Let's not forget about that one. Started a little awkward. Again, I love when Tim just meets these people for the first time on the show. Because you gotta, you're you're there in that uncomfortable. How are these two funny people gonna, you know, figure it out? That's that's fascinating to me. Kevin Morby, not a dud. He ended up to be pretty good. And um, yeah, I mean, I was gonna go through and like mark some of the best uh, city of the day sponsors and things like that, but you know what? Who cares? We don't we don't like lists. We don't like favorites. I'm not. I'm not putting favorites or lists together. Um, anything you remember from the year, Carl, that you want to mention that maybe I didn't talk about? Anything that stands out if you had to think back on this year and this recording, this podcast? Any big standout, hilarious Easy. moments? Easy. Pod Chino. Forget about Pod it. Pod Chino. Forget about it. There you go. Al Pacino. I didn't mention him. Um, yeah, our side kind of characters here, like Phil Braun, who we talked about, Brendan Walsh, Al Pacino. How there's so many, there's so much going on in this universe. Uh, you know, it's hard to even like Phil Braun. You could do a whole, you know, you could do a whole breakdown of all the Phil Braun appearances, which all of them were very funny. The, the McDonald's baseball bet, the, um, Halloween uh, you know, snakes in the back of a trunk. Um, trying to think of the other ones. God, there's been so much. Gettython. Uh, Phil got mad. Like, Phil wasn't talking to the guys for a while. I can't even remember what that was all about, but Phil was banned from the show after... He, oh, yeah, his audio... His audio was bad one week, and they kind of just ditched him, and then he, like, had his lawyer come on and... Write a write an apology about you know how he should be allowed back on the show. Phil Braun, what a heck of a heck of a year for him. Um, Curly G, he, the drop funeral. Curly G, the drop funeral. Rest in peace. Um, I don't even remember what lost, but sirens. I think sirens. Whoop whoop. Um, a little too realistic, a little too loud. Those sirens. Man, I mean, remember the. All the, during the protests, all the uh, just upheaval and uncertainty and, you know, the show just kept trucking through. And I'll say, I just want to say that like the show, unlike a lot of things this year, things that I'm even working on myself that I had to just cancel. I just like couldn't, I had another podcast that I just shut down. I was like, I can't, there's this, there's no, there's no place for people to just be talking about nonsense. You know, that, that, that felt like the, uh this year that was something but these guys did a great job of making it you know must listen must watch content during a very tough year um where they were at sometimes 
you know, when I really got hooked and wanted to do a podcast, it was, it was really because I just was looking forward to Thursday every week because it was the only thing keeping me sane was laughing at these guys and looking forward to the show after a while. There was nothing else on TV. It was just news and the same old crap, the same old Netflix crap, the same old whatever. Um, and these guys were coming. They were doing emergency episodes where they were coming on just like, oh, shit, the world is getting crazy. We're just going on and doing a show. Game nights. Um, God, what else? Drop concert. Oh, my God. It just, it just went on and on. So great year, boys. We're happy to uh, be a little part of it. We're happy to be able to talk about it. Um, I have noted to kind of finish up here couple things to to that I'd like that I'd like to see next year or, or, or in the future a couple little just ideas for for Matt or for the guys we already talked about it. I wanted to when I called in I wanted to talk about this stuff but they were we went down a rabbit hole you can't really control the conversation sometimes when you get on the horn it just goes yeah. I feel it's kind of a bummer now that I'm like attached to this show. I can't just call in and talk about like just like as a random guy and just talk about something else. It's like got to be about the show, which is okay. But if I was just a regular person, we've talked about this before. I think Tim's list, the Craigslist kind of like, uh, or I have office hours online sort of flea market sort of a thing for. It's for us, for us office office hours and high decker heads and you know Discord members and Patreons, some sort of way to for all of us to be more in a community and share the projects we're working on, the skills we have, the things we're working on, um, and you know barter. And I've had a great experience with um, with Mike Tucci our sponsor, um, which came from this episode. And I just feel like there's like more of that to be offered. People are always coming on the show and calling in a lot of talented, smart people watch this show. And a lot of people have things to offer. And even like, like Sarah reads, uh, for instance, or Ellie, like they do things like if this was a more normal year, um, you might want to buy a painting that Sarah Reeds makes of these guys to give to your friend or to give to your brother or something along those lines. And I feel like there's, if there was a cool way to create some sort of place where everybody went and just posted what they do and like their little shop or some sort of Craigslisty type thing where you'd post, Hey, I'm a, Hey, looking for a graphic designer. Hey, I sell paintings. Hey, I, sell skateboards hey i have a i'm trying to do a podcast anybody want to help like just you know what i mean i feel like there was a more i feel like this is the right kind of community of people where you could do that maybe successfully um and get some real like connections i mean carl we met through this i consider you one of my closest friends now and uh (laughs) um you know you know what i mean i think there's something there this tim's list or matt's list or the, the high decker list or whatever a flea market people have things nice things that they're they want to sell gray niners fucking you know selfie thing that he sent everybody just sends what they make into the show i feel like there could be like some fun trading or some fun selling of goods or or whatever oh you send me one of your paintings i'll send you one of mine or I'll, you know I'll, i make music you want you know, everybody need music for this or 
Olaf is doing all sorts of things, and I don't know. I feel like there's something there that I'd love to see, and maybe that has to be built out by the community. Maybe somebody needs to kind of take a hold of that and do that. One of these like um, one of these talented guys that puts together these insane websites for off, you know, for for on cinema. You know, I can't remember. Maybe the Justin Gainers or the some of these other guys that are very into it. Somebody's got to create something like that. I think it would be really cool. And I would definitely Just be into that. Channel for it. You could do Discord. I just don't feel like Discord. I don't just know. Just do a I gift just... exchange thing, and then if you want to exchange with someone else, just send them a message. I wish Discord was a more used thing. I mean, you go into that Discord. How many people are on there? There's, there's a, a fraction of the amount yeah. of people that like are on the Patreon or or just like more involved. Like, if it was somehow through the Patreon or something that were you know, if the boys were a little bit involved. I really don't. I don't know the solution of how to do it. No, I thought doing Discord enough. could be. I don't think they, they, they're not. Uh, they don't want to deal with something else like that. Matt's got his work cut out for him. He does, but I think that this could. It is like, it could be very beneficial to the guys. I mean, I'm sure they just want to sell their own merch, but just you know, just as a way, it, it just would like grow the community even more and like have like stronger connections and keep people. You know, you're not going to lose anybody if by making it a more communal experience. But yeah, maybe on the high network. Maybe on the high network. Yeah, it's that kind of. People are putting in work into things that are just like a joke. You know what I mean? Like somebody's like putting together a complete website that's just a fucking gag that means nothing. If somebody put that same amount of energy into like something to bring the whole community together to share their stuff, I don't know. Could be beneficial to them and to everyone. Um. And then my other thing, my other note is, can we get two different Zoom rooms? Okay? Here's an idea. Two different Zoom rooms. One for people that actually have questions <laughs> and have, and maybe these questions are actually run through. Maybe they have to type something to Matt or queue up something so that you can be screened a little bit so that there could be so we just don't get like the the total duds. Even though the total duds turn into comedy sometimes, I like that. I do feel like the Zoom has gotten out of control these days. It's very hard to get on and you don't even get noticed in there. I mean, I got to send special secret messages to be to to get on. And there could be a Zoom room that's just spectators, right? That's just like, okay, you guys that are all in this Zoom room are seeing you're just watching because you want to be in the Zoom with the other spectators and you want to just look at weirdos. But I think of like some of these people that just like put it on at work and clearly don't have any, they don't want to say anything. They just like want to be in there for whatever reason. Uh, you're just taking up a spot from somebody else that might have a question. Hmm. And there's clearly like a, you know, I, I would say what? There's like maybe 20% of the Zoomers actually want to get on and have something to say. The rest are just sitting there like nervous and they get on and they're like, I don't know. I don't really have anything to say and I'm nervous. And it's like, I like those people though. I Listen, I like those people too. <laughs> I don't know. It's something to try. I think like the screening process, like it might be fun. I think you could still, you'd still get duds. Okay. Like if somebody, cause it's just, it is a nervous nerve wracking kind of thing sometimes. So if somebody's like sends Matt a message and says, Hey, I want to talk about, 
you know, the the, the the comedy special, you know, I have some comments, you know, like for Matt to be able to like cue Tim and say, hey, this is this is Gina. She wants to talk about the, the stand up special to like have a little knowledge. I feel like Tim could go into it. <laughs> it might set itself up for for some of that sort of fun. Like if somebody like has a topic but then fails at something like there's there'll still be that awkwardness. Um, but there might just be able to be, I mean, Matt might be able to just like, you know, you kind of can shuffle through some of the duds. Really, the duds come from like the boring questions. Like you want somebody who's a complete dud or somebody that has something. You don't want this mediocrity of like, oh, have you heard this new, uh, <laughs> you know, what do you think of the new McCartney album? You know, just like, the, you know, just you know, Matt could just put the Beatles questions off to the side, save them for after out, you know, you could just prioritize things or, or have a Beatles segment where it's like, okay, all these people want to ask about the Beatles. Let's fire them off. Let's turn them all on at once. It gives you opportunities to do things. I think. Yeah, I just don't think the show's structured like that anymore. There's too much of an agenda to just let it be free for, uh, free flowing. Yeah. This could, this could even be, this could even be just for after hours. But again, even more so for like the Zoom during the show, which, yeah, you're, it's getting to a point now where you don't even need a Zoom during the show because they ain't taking any calls. You know what I mean? Or, again, it would make it very easy if, if Matt, during these other interviews and stuff, were getting people writing to him saying, hey, I want to talk to Tim about this. Hey, he could look through and say, oh, this person, we like them. They're going to talk about this. Let's bring it in. Or, oh, this person, yeah. they seem to have... It could I just. I, I think the random picking up of a Zoom caller that just has an interesting background or something interesting going on. Sometimes those play in a funny part, even if they don't. Yeah. Have to necessarily chat about just how they you brought in. You, you're right. There, but okay, so if I'm gonna play devil's advocate to that, how about you? You have the two rooms. One is the people with like the questions. You could like okay, you know what? We're going to jump into the other Zoom room with all the people that don't. <laughs> We're just going to jump in there and start throwing some of them on. Like It would be like the on-the-spot Zoomers where you could be like, all right, let's just go in and just pick some crazy random people um, where you'd know if you went into this other room that you're like, you're kind of on the, you're on the hook for like being randomly selected where the other room is like you want to be on. I guess you could do breakout groups if you really wanted to like have a That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that that's all I'm saying. Like if if like if you you can just choose hello today, do you have a topic? Yes or no? Yes, you go into this room. No, just kind of here for some fun. Go into this room. Then Matt could say, "Tim, you want a topic or you just want a random?" And Tim could say random. Boom. We're picking the girl with the weird hair or the guy with the crazy background. Um I don't know. Something to think about. Who gives a fuck? It's all good. It's all fun. Um, I don't got anything else. What a great year. Um, I'm done here. I'm going to go have some eggnog by the fucking court. I'm going to get eggnog flavored ice cream. I'm going to use, I'm going to drink different flavored eggnog like pumpkin and custard uh, 
seen some different flavored eggnogs that excite me when I'm in the grocery store. Just oof. Why why settle for the quart when you can just do the gallon of eggnog? <sighs> they got eggnog comes in those eggnog comes in those it. little yeah you gotta look it comes in those it's such a dangerous it's like a high it's like a high um, what do they call it like a high uh, proof of like you know it's like. Hundred proof fucking eggnog. Like it comes in a little, <laughs> it comes in a little bottle because it's dangerous. It's just like, man, you shouldn't drink more than a quart of this stuff because you will die. Hmm. Um. Well, that's all I got. Anything? Any other? Any ideas you have for the uh, for the podcast, Carl? Anything you suggest? I mean, I'm f- I'm uh, thinking about the sponsor, the city of the day sponsor now, and I feel as if there needs to be some kind of photo representation of these items when they make them, because it just feels as if the script is read so fast to the point where, you know, pretty much every episode, like none of the sponsors mean anything to me. Maybe we can get some type of photo in there besides the jingle that goes on with it whenever they're talking about the description, get a photo in there. Well, now we have the video intro for City of the Day. Well, what what happens is that like the next day, almost every almost every week, the next day, Matt will post some sort of graphic that I assume an intern or somebody is responsible for to make this, you know, graphic kind of flyer or poster or brochure looking thing for the sponsor of city of the day and a lot of times it clears up what you know the visual element helps you you know wrap your head around what this product is so i agree you could definitely slap a one graphic up for the city of the day sponsor add a little element it's a little production value addition i agree carl that could be good although sometimes you know here's the other thing like sometimes the fun of city of the day is the fast you know, motor mouth, micro machine, wordplay, read that Tim does of Doug's crazy, uh, you know, write-ups that he does. That that sometimes that is the best part about it. So, you know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Um, I think it's worth doing. I think an overall that would be a little production bump. I think that yeah, 2021. This thing's growing. They got more and more Patreons, which means there's some more cash. They got more merch. They can afford to kind of step it up a tiny bit. Um, or get an intern yeah. to draw it. I don't know. Do they have interns they, now? They, they, Do they have, yeah, they have I, think, I, think it, I, think, I think an intern does the graphic, but I think that maybe that intern doesn't find out just because they're, like, against it time-wise. Like, they're coming up with that city of the day, like, the night before. It doesn't really give them time. It feels like the, the episode comes out, and then an intern hears it, and then they go and make the graphic, and it's ready, like, the next day. Where you might need just an extra day to plan. Um, but we know the boys are busy. Did you see Doug did a uh, one of these things? I was talking about it last week. I wonder if I inspired him to make another one of these. He did one of these how-to with Doug Lusenhop little rap videos um, that was just grocery a fun... Uh, I don't know if it was strictly groceries, but it was... Um, you know, just just one of his things that he's talking all about stuff, and it was very funny. And you know, Tim reposted it and just said, you know, the, you know, here it is. Here, here's the best. This guy's the best. Hmm. And uh, my boy Yoni Wolf, I saw from the band Y. I saw on Instagram. He wrote like, "This is genius." Um, 
it makes me very happy that Yoni Wolf and Doug are friends. I'm 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 wouldn't say I'm super close friends with Yoni Wolf or anything, but he's a pal of mine. I've been following his career for a long time, and we're we know each other. And I almost made a music video for him. And whenever I see their interactions, I'm like, oh, this is like the universe coming together. My little universe. Um, that's it, boys and girls. Um, what a treat. Let's keep it going, Carl. I think that my schedule and things, I don't know what's going to be going on. But um, if you're up for it, I'm up for it. Let's see Let's see if we can keep working this podcast up. And, you know, what should we do for this podcast? Anything? How do we, how do we step up our game? I don't know. <laughs> it's classic Carl response right there. I hope I hope Doug and Matt and Vic are listening. At that at that I don't know who cares. You see you see what I'm working with guys? I'm working with I don't know and who cares. That's fine. That's fine. We all know that's Carl's shtick. I I I defended you Carl. I said I like Carl's aggressive nature of not caring. <laughs> Is yeah. the charming part is char is charming. That's Carl's charm. Is different man. <laughs> sure is, sure is. Well, that's a good note for the end of this episode. Um, thanks everybody, all seven of you that listen to this. Um, I'm kidding. I know there's at least. Yeah, I've been more. curious about the numbers. What are those like? I have no idea. I have I haven't looked since like the beginning. Um, it was low, I mean, but it was like, you know, uh, you know, over a hundred or something, you know what I mean? It was like not Oh, really? Yeah, there there was like yeah, there was a good amount Our of people episode? that Yeah, yeah. You can uh, like wow. you, know, you could see how many people listen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh. oh, okay. Interesting. Um Yeah, but it wasn't like it was nowhere near a thousand. Um I I mean I'm that's a a milestone in itself to blow a hundred. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Blowing a hundred. Um, we've all done it. I just paid my ticket for blowing a hundred. I, uh, I had to take a defense. I had to take a, I had to take a defensive <laughs> driving course. <laughs> you remember I was telling you, I, I got pulled over for going 101 miles an hour, not for blowing a hundred. Yeah, because you were about to miss your flight and uh, uh, yeah. pulled over, right? So I was very scared. I, I went online and they said, I'm going to have to pay $1,900 in fines and go to court in Georgia. <laughs> huh. Uh, and I called the court and I was like, um, so what's going on with this? This isn't, this seems a little aggressive. And they said, take a defensive driving course and, um, we're going to knock off the reckless driving and just give you, just give you this, a reduced speeding ticket of $350 fine. I was like, phew, that's a lot better wow. than 1900. Yeah. You can just do those driver's ed classes on master class anyway nowadays. So who cares? Well, the drivers, the driver course I had to take, I had to get like a certificate, an email to them, and um, it was a pain in the ass, dude. They have these websites that you go on that like have timers on them, and like I figured out a way to like leave my iPad on and like you know like left the screen on, and I could like walk away for a while and come back and then answer the four questions and. I hope they never hear this, but Carl, I, I found a way to kind of cheat where I would just not read any of the material and just take my chances with the four questions at the end and just hope that I got them right. And I think, thankfully I did. You had to get three of four right on every chapter, and there was like ten chapters, and I made it all the way through. I think if you if you fail, I, I, I don't think they make you do the whole thing over again, but they make you do that chapter over again, which is like an hour of your life. It's 
like a seven-hour fucking thing. It's horrible. So no, don't speed out there, everybody. Be safe this holiday uh, weekend. Don't bother going and seeing your family. If there's any worry of anything like that, don't bother. We don't need to do it this year. Have Christmas in July. That's what my family's doing. We're staying away from gifts and too much visiting. Just very, very quick little hellos and we're having a zoom holiday party instead of a real holiday party tomorrow and everybody just be safe out there we love you we love you to bits and kiss you on the lips carl enjoy your neck pillow that's a good that's a good like gift idea just buy everybody in your life neck pillows yeah, so that it can sit in a closet until they can fly again in 2020. That's right. Man, I've been through so many neck pillows in my life. So many flights I've gotten on Carl where I've just like bought one at the airport because I just forgot mine. Somewhere in my apartment in Brooklyn, I used to throw them behind my like TV and dresser because I just get home from a long flight, just toss it back there. When I moved, I like moved this dresser and TV and this is like seven dusty neck pillows trash the end that's the end everybody have a great holiday Carl enjoy uh, spending time with the fam and have a happy Merry Christmas and a happy holiday and a happy new year yep you too Mike sorry Doug much love (laughs) much love everybody we love you Tim we love you Doug we love you Vic we love you Matt we love you Wes we love you Phil thanks guys Take care, everyone. Merry Christmas. Five, nine.